would have been a lot harder had you tried to do this years ago. Like, do you remember? Yeah. Did you ever have ever tried to upload a video to YouTube and remember how yeah. fucking long that would take? Oh my god! Yeah. It was in like, like I don't know, own the rights to this video. You had to always type that in. <laughs> <laughs> or like, into the, if you use music and the yeah, Giz, you're an expert at that because for every podcast, you're like, I do not own the rights <laughs> to the audio. I'm not sure if I have to do that or like, I don't know. Like in my head, it's almost like if they, I don't know. I'm sure I have like I'm. Um, have misconceptions about how the copyright works but dude who knows how copyright works it's a fucking yeah mystery doesn't make any sense Alrighty, should we uh cool beans start yeah, yeah, hit it with a countdown hit us with a countdown <laughs> three two one welcome everyone <laughs> to the new, newly the newly named uh clark thir- 131 um podcast where we discuss uh music in general we've started with a uh, keely dan and their first three albums and we have the fourth one today katie lied so welcome to Loachman and miles dingus how are you guys <laughs> you can go ahead dan you tell me you're doing. oh okay well i figured since he mentioned you <laughs> I first, think we go first so formal. And... i feel like you can you can kind of answer that pretty quickly <laughs> yeah um shitty that's how i said why's that <laughs> no i'm just very bored yeah this is a nice this is a nice reprieve from like the yeah this is a good nice week, weekly thing to do yeah mm-hmm. well i like yeah i think I this is the first that. time we've done it back to back to back weeks this is like a a new like achievement for us this, this is, is pretty incredible yeah and it's almost like we made it like a new year's resolution but we didn't we just like it's very uh very if we made it a new year's resolution it, it wouldn't have happened yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guarantee I it. You're after right. the first week. <laughs> Did you I'm guys good. record the last the one now. before um, Pretzel Logic? A week before that, are you like four, four in a row, or three in a row? Yeah, this is four in a row. I think, right? Like four. In a row. Yeah, I think this is four in a row. Nice. Wow, it's not bad. Big things. Um, it was funny actually. Uh, I was joking that um, she's like, oh, like if you guys are Clark one thirty one, um. I'm gonna name my podcast uh, Clark 132, but that was also our room. So I said that she had to do Clark 133 if she wanted to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, That's we had, true. We had both, yeah. So <laughs> too bad. Both doors were the same combination, right? You could use the same combo for either door. Yeah, I think we just blocked off like the other one, didn't we? Like, because I think that was like right next to my desk, so it'd be like yeah. super weird. And, and actually, people would always try and open it, though. They'd always try and yeah. go through the book. I kind of got like. <laughs> Dean Coolball tried to get into that door and he just barged through. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, um, all right, we can we can jump right in if you guys um, you guys are ready. We got um, Katie lied up today. Like I said, fourth studio album in 1975. Um, yeah, really good album. I feel like this is like I was saying. Like I think for them, this is like they're starting to get into like. You know, I think this is all studio musicians. Like, this is sort of the official first official after like the disbanding uh, of the original like band, I guess. Um, and it's definitely more in like the rock direction. So I guess you're getting like you know, I think there's a little bit more like gusto and like it's a little bit more like not aggressive, but um, definitely a little bit more up tempo in some ways. So I, I definitely really like this album overall. So I'm just kind of curious, I guess, um, from the top, what you guys' thoughts were. Yeah, I think my my first thought was probably about halfway through 
and it proved to be true when I got to the end of it was this album doesn't really throw you any curveballs compared to mm-hmm. yeah something like Pretzel Logic where they whip back and forth between genres. Yeah. This kind of goes it, it like toes a line of like a bluesy jazz, still has that type like that Chicago type feel. Um, but it but it's a lot more consistent throughout. Which is cool. I like I like that. I appreciate that. But I think at some points I began to kind of roll each song into another at certain mm-hmm. points. That was yeah. like probably the one like negative to that that change or that that addition of being more consistent. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think um I think like overall it's like a pretty solid like jazz rock, you know, album. It's got some good like blues stuff in there, but like you said, there's no real like songs that like stick out, you know, or you're like, whoa, like like what are they doing here? It's like pretty consistent throughout, which is interesting. Yeah. And and one of my I wonder if that has oh, to do, I wonder if it has to do with like cause now I mean, uh what's his name? The uh, Skunk Baxter was like a pretty mm. was kind of like a big part of the band, you know, with like his guitar and shit and like steel guitar and whatnot. And now he's like gone. So like they lost like that part of the band, so like I wonder if that was like kind of like part of that. Yeah, um, what I was gonna say was um, I really like uh, your gold teeth too, um, and I feel like that might be one of the more like I mean I don't know if you're not like paying attention to it, it's not like crazy, but like it's definitely a little bit more experimental, and I feel like um, it, maybe if they had done a little bit more of that in some ways, like I think that's kind of getting into like the when they cross genres and stuff like that. Like that mm-hmm. one to me is like kind of an effort to do something a little bit different so um, that one is actually one that stuck out to me too because of the the fun like time signature stuff they would do in that yeah. song and also yeah. how they kind of jumped from that that interesting synth part at the beginning to something that's totally different yeah like that was that was probably one of the more surprising parts of this of this album to me and that solo section not to just jump into your gold teeth but i love that solo yeah, it's super smooth. It's kind of understated, but it's just, just really well done and nice and long. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, and I feel like it's like it's kind of breaking from the the mold a little bit of of some of the other songs. So, um, so that's a good one. Um, I don't know if you guys read it all. This actually has like, I guess, of all the albums we've done so far, there's actually some decent like not trivia, but um, so I guess when they recorded this album, they tried to use. Um, this new technology at the time called DBX, um, which right. was supposed to like change the way, like obviously Dolby was like the big, um, you know, sound recording technology, I guess. And so I guess it just like went terribly wrong and like basically like didn't record, like they recorded the whole thing. They actually mixed the whole album and then like they found out the tape sounded weird. And so like the like physical tape was like deteriorating so quickly that like mm-hmm. none of the stuff sounded like it was supposed to basically. So um, I guess like they mixed the songs twice. They, um, you know, basically like stormed like the DVX like headquarters, but like no one could figure out like how to get it to like sound, um, you know, sound proper. I guess like I couldn't mm-hmm. really gauge how much of it like had been fixed. Like to me, like I can't really pick up on that. And I don't know if it's just because uh, I don't know what it was supposed to sound like or like I just don't have the ear for it. But to me, it seemed like, maybe some of those issues have been resolved just with obviously the, you know, way things are now, but um, yeah. kind of interesting backstory. Yeah. I was reading that. Like they, they don't like the album because of that. It's like ruined mm-hmm. forever because of it. 
and I think they like in the the line notes of the album, they basically just like fucking tear this DBX <laughs> shit apart. They're like, yeah. they were so mad about it, and it's so funny because they're like two perfectionists, and they yeah. get like the perfect sound. Like they were so happy with it before you know went through like the whatever the system thing was, and then it was just like ruined. And I I, I would like. I don't know, it reminds me of, like, when I, like, fuck something up, and then, like, I just never want to look at it again, you know? You just, like, you throw it that, away. You feel that often? Yeah. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. That's funny. I actually didn't know that, and, like, mm-hmm. didn't have anything to really look for, or listen for. Like, you know, I'm sure when you knew that, going into this album, you were like, oh, like, maybe I can pick up some weird deficiency somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't. I, I really couldn't, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, had, like, I, think I read. I think I read that like in a lot of places, like the bass is like fucked up, or like you can't really hear it at all. And mm-hmm. I think that was like one aspect of it. That's interesting. Yeah, it really just sounds kind of. It sounds crisp to me. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I just don't have or know what I'm looking for, or listening for, or just assumed whatever I was hearing was intentional. Right. I could always. I could understand. Like when I remember when I was in high school, like when I, we were just kids, but we went to this kind of local recording studio and pretty cheaply just recorded a bunch of songs we wrote because we wanted to and there was definitely like a delta between what came out of the speakers when we were sitting in like the on the other end of it listening to what we had played than what we heard in the moment yeah it's very it's like and maybe and i think i told my like parents that i was like oh this sounds like shit i don't like it it's like not what we sounded like when we were in there yeah, but they would just kind of they would kind of write that off. They'd be like, "No, it sounds great." Like it, they would insist that it sounds good, but I would I would I kind of wasn't hearing it. Yeah, I kind of just like assume like it's not it's not true what I'm about to say, but like that like musicians at that level just like they know exactly kind of like you know what it like like what they got out of the recording like is exactly how it sounded or or like but I don't know like obviously like there's like a lot of different like you know things to pick up on especially when you're using like different devices and stuff like i think didn't mac doesn't mac demarco like always play around with like the recorders and stuff as opposed to like actually tinkering with like instruments more i, I've, he, yeah. like, I remember hearing about yeah. that but he records on tape which has like its weird quirks and like yeah. nothing can really replicate that so he insists on recording with that exact equipment because okay. of all the weird shit that happens and that are unpredictable things Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. But there's some horror stories too. Like, I mean, this I guess qualifies as one, but not one that I'd ever heard before. But like the Metallica album, I guess I don't know which one, but I know one album was famous for being like really poorly produced. Hmm. Interesting. There's also this. Like, I don't know if you yeah. if you've seen. Uh, I I um I'm trying to like Google it on the fly, but they have um the second arrangement, which is supposed to be like basically these like uh steely dan like lost tapes um from like around when they made gaucho mm-hmm. um and some like some like like engineer like junior engineer like associate like um just lost the out like just erased the album basically and so like, oh, like it's one of those things like <laughs> no one ever knows like how good it was but of course like online it's like this is like the bet like the uh, most amazing like sounding thing like of all time obviously so yeah so like it's just one of those things but it, it seems like they've had some bad luck at least with the um, recordings and stuff but that sounds like a nightmare yeah i know it's just like, 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 like just, it's like yeah yeah 
you just like feel like regret, even though it has nothing to do with you. Yeah, that absolutely. guy did it on purpose. He's just gonna sell it for like five million bucks when he's like, I don't know, like tomorrow. Yeah, it's gonna be like the Wu Tang <laughs> album. <laughs> Martin Scully has it. Martin, yeah, Martin pick Scully. It up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna sell it. <laughs> he's gonna take it with him when he goes to jail. And then they're gonna have to break into the jail and steal it back. That's gonna be the plot of the movie. Yeah. Isn't that like go- already a movie? <laughs> but that like, prison break? No, it's not prison break. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's prison lost. break is is they break out of the prison and then like they're like oh well he's out of prison now like what do we do he's like okay now he has to break back into prison <laughs> like you they like ran out of out ideas. of the prison was crazy now they gotta break back in yeah like breaking <laughs> into prison is easy you just gotta get arrested <laughs> it's super easy I like it um. <laughs> All right, we can we can jump in uh, and go track by track. I guess I think, I think that's good enough of a high level. So we start with um, Black Friday, um, which I made a joke in my notes that the song is about um, shop, uh, online shopping or just shopping in general. I guess um, <laughs> that's <laughs> a great joke. Online shopping. <laughs> it's a pretty good joke. It literally says it's pretty uh, good. It's, it's literally there's a bullet point. It says about shopping? Question mark. Lol. <laughs> Lol. Um, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, definitely like a, a more, I don't know, already like a more rock sound, obviously, compared to Pretzel Logic. Also, I found like, I don't know, maybe it's just like the way like rock songs in general are structured, but there's like a lot of like, kind of like the, like, I don't know, I feel stupid calling it like a drop, but there's like a lot of like, they build attention and then, and then kind of like, you know, release it. Um, so I, I feel like they do a lot more of that with like their choruses. Like it's like, you know, kind of a slow and then, and then you like really like it really hits you at a certain point. So mm-hmm. I feel like this song is kind of like that too, but, um, yeah, curious to hear you, what you guys think. Yeah, this one was cool. I thought it had a lot of high energy. Um, I've heard this one multiple times before, but like listening mm-hmm. to it a little bit more critically, I was, um, just thinking about how kind of like what you said, like that, like building energy and keeping it there throughout the whole song and like all these songs are pretty quick kind of just like pretzel logic is in the way yeah. that each like they're kind of quick hits but um just a fun one a little bit of like a jazzy chord edition um for the for like the hook i guess and then they did this fun little percussive thing at the outro which i liked a lot oh yeah like, like it was a different little change yeah. up like a little tinny little ding <laughs> i wish i yeah. could have kept that i, I wish i, I want to hear a little more of that so yeah yeah Disappointing to hear that the rest of the album didn't have any of that sound. <laughs> Damn, they get you with the first song. You're like, oh boy, I can't wait for the rest of the album. The first hit's free, oh, and then, then they make you pay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I really liked it. I thought it was like a strong start to the album. It's like very yeah. like bluesy, you know? It's like very like pounding, you know? It's like do 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 yeah. do do. I don't know. I dig it. That's it's good. cool. I think it's like an interesting, like, kind of thematic beginning to the album too because like it's like black friday like that's the day like the stock stock market goes to shit you know and like you're just and i don't know the guy in the song you can't tell if he's like he like basically like made it out before everything like blew up basically and i'm wondering if that has to do with like they like stopped touring their band like blew up basically but they're like going back to like just like the two of them basically I don't know. Yep. I think it's like an interesting kind of beginning 
And I think it yeah. kind of sets the tone for the rest of the album as well. It's kind of like a lot of their songs where it's like, he does such a good job at like sounding excited about like this, like just total turmoil. Yeah. <laughs> That's he does it so often. It. Album. Yeah. yeah. And he just does such a great job of like all this, like everything. It's like the apocalypse basically. And he's just like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like up on my hill and like, you know, sipping a beer or whatever, you know what I mean? Like whatever the, mm-hmm. I forget exactly what the lyrics are, but like, it's just like a perfect, um, it's just like a perfect way of kind of conveying that. So, um, so that's a, yeah, it's a good one. I think we, I guess it kind of makes sense for Black Friday too, because I feel like most people don't don't really like Black Friday. It's kind of it's kind of chaotic mm-hmm. if you go if you well, go out shopping. Yeah, that's like a rebellion against like commercialism too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it could be seen as that if there's going to be the dual meaning of right, like the stock market and then the the big shopping holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what's interesting is so like Black Friday, obviously like Wall Street's in New York, and I, I think they moved out to L.A. Right? They moved from. Did they move back to LA for this album? Or I don't know. I always like confuse like they're they're kind of like where they it are. It looks like shit. it was this was recorded in LA. This one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. There is like a quote because uh, they make reference to uh, Mus- uh, Musclebrook, I guess. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's, he kind of says it weird, so it doesn't even sound like Musclebrook. But um, I guess it, he explained it as being it was the place uh, most far away from LA we could think of um, and just kind of fit. Uh, with the the song and and it rhymed so that was also part of the reason um <laughs> that they put it in but yeah, um, they they probably literally just i don't know what the equivalent of uh they probably looked in the phone book for <laughs> um australia for Christ. australian towns that rhyme with uh with book yeah. <laughs> um cool yeah good song good start to the album i think that was i believe that was one of the singles um yeah first single mm-hmm. um and then Bad Sneakers, which is next to, uh, which is another song um, that I really like. And it kind of has like that more um, nostalgic kind of sound. And like, even to me, like this one's kind of pretty explicitly, like, I guess about the like breaking up of the band. Right. And like, yeah. Um, and I don't know like how often they do that. Like, I feel like I always catch myself being like, oh yeah, like they, you know, they do that here and there where it's like, it sounds like a little bit more personal, but really like rarely do they like sing about something so like real like that. Um, I don't mm. think so. Um, but I, yeah, I like the song too. I agree. Good song. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I liked, um, I think the vocals stood out to me the most on this one with that little rhythm. Yeah. Like during the, vo- the during the verses. Um, yeah. That was yep. the thing that, that kept me, like, I don't know, it was just a very interesting little addition to this song that could have otherwise yeah, been th- kind of bland. Like, I liked what they were doing there. Yep. I, th- I think this is the first album that Michael McDonald starts doing backup vocals yeah. for. And, yep. oh man, it's so good. He's he, perfect. like, fucking yeah. kills it every single time. Um, yeah, he apparently, uh, again, Donald was trying to get out of uh, singing the, like, lead vocals, and I guess... Um, he wanted Michael McDonald to sing on the album, um, like be the lead vocalist, which which wouldn't have I don't think would have worked. Just like it wouldn't have worked. The no. band sounds, yeah. Would that um, have then affected every other album they made? Like, would he have just stuck with that and then become? The I guess, lead like, singer? depending on how it, it like it went, I don't know. Like, I, it's so like. So there's like an alternate universe where Michael McDonald <laughs> is the Steely He's Dan. Like famous, yeah. <laughs> Donald's a Donald's a pussy. Just like sing the fucking songs you're good it's at. So it. funny, like how it's bad so annoying. Like, 
he wanted it. Like, he really just didn't want to sing. <laughs> Eventually, he just wanted to, like, he would have gotten someone else to play, like, keyboard. And he would have just been, like, sitting in the studio, just doing nothing. He was going to yeah. fucking delegate every single thing to everybody else. That would have been well, great. he probably, like, so badly wanted to be, like, a loser. And, like, you know, like, contrary to, like, all of his songs where he talks about being a loser, like, he's a successful, like, musician, which he probably, like, yeah. partially hates himself for. Yeah, they feel like they definitely feel like phonies because they like talk about how being a celebrity is like you know dumb and like LA sucks and they're like literally like yeah. musicians in LA. <laughs> Agreed. Um, Good song. What'd you say? Good song. I like oh yeah, it. I like it's any song that has uh, pina colada in the choruses. Yeah, no, I love that line. Pina colada. <laughs> it, it, it just like rhymes really well too. It, yeah yeah it's good my friend or something i don't know it's just it's great yeah yeah they talk about radio city which is another another reference to new york so another another famous hot spot (laughs) you ever ever go there no is that is radio city like radio city music music hall right yeah 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 is it a venue um yeah it is Uh, i think like they do um like the rockettes that's like the big thing i think about uh, radio okay. city oh okay yep yep yeah speaking of the i rockettes, don't know what else goes down there maybe stand up <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of the rockettes did you have a rockettes story <laughs> nope <laughs> <laughs> can't remember what i was gonna say i started thinking about Wait, stand up really? <laughs> yeah I, I don't know I don't think I've ever talked about the Rockets in my life, so I I don't know why I was saying I'm, that. I'm pretty sure you have nothing to say about the Rockets, so I'm just really wondering what what you were gonna say. Did you make something <laughs> up? Like I was about to make something up. <laughs> I think I was about to make something up. You're gonna be like, hey guys, we should we should review like a Rockets album uh, next week. <laughs> Dude, I've been yeah, listening to this Rockets really album. We should listen it's to called that the Rockets. It's called the. <laughs> oh, the Rockets are the dancers. Yeah. Wait, no, I did. I, I know who they are. I was thinking so of the. Uh, I was thinking the the Ronettes. The the Ron. <laughs> what whatever her name is. Ronettes. No, it's it's like a a group. It's like a. You know, Phil Phil Spector. Phil Spector was dating. It was like Ronnie and the the. Fuck, I don't know. I Which one like did he kill? Idiot. Uh no, he didn't kill them. He like kept them captive in his giant mansion. Phil and, Spector did? Uh, yeah, him? Phil Spector did. And he didn't let her own shoes because he could, she could have ran, run away or something. I don't know. It's like pretty fucked up. I've heard it's fucked up. I've actually never really looked into it. But like, did yeah, he, and did he, he murdered really... someone? <laughs> All right. So that, that's what I'm asking. Like, who did he murder? Yeah. He murdered uh, Laura. Yeah, it was the Ronettes. Um, oh, somebody in the Ronettes. He or killed. Ronettes. Yeah, he killed. No, no, no. Uh, he murdered Lena Carl Clarkson, who is an actress and model. Jesus. And now he's fucking dead. Now he's dead. <laughs> Run our test. Speaking of the Rockets. <laughs> it's not his name anymore. <laughs> oh, right, right. I forgot. He's Meta World Peace. Right? Is he, did he, did he renounce he that? Or is he murdered. still Meta World Peace? I think he probably... I don't know, actually. Yeah, I think he's still renounced. I renounced my name change. He renounced his title. He gave up his land. Oh wait. 
I don't think he's he's meta Sandiford Artest now. Meta's he's gonna be name. back to Ron Artest in like two years. He's like making the transition really? back. He's gone well, pretty far. Artest back. Yeah, I guess this is in 2020. I didn't realize that this happened. I think that was buried under a lot of other pressing shit that was happening. There seems like there's some other stuff going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, wait. He, he was like, <laughs> Ron Artest changes name again. He was trying to get some Everybody social media buzz during the pandemic, and it just like <laughs> flopped. <laughs> like maybe he maybe he changed his name like the day before Kobe died, <laughs> and like he got totally upstaged. He's like, "Fuck!" Super <laughs> 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 mad. Kobe died. <laughs> he killed Kobe. He's, he's, but except it fucking uh, backfired even more because then nobody was talking about his name change. They're talking about Kobe. He's like, fuck! He's like, he got me that one last time. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, like dude. that's like when um, oh my god, this is so unrelated. We were in Spain when we can't say his name, but we spent, you know, everybody got so close when we were living in Spain and John you know, sent a text to everybody basically coming out like, hey, guys, like, you know, you, you know me really well enough. And I think I should, you know, I can come out to you guys. I felt comfortable coming out to you guys. And we were all like really supportive. And yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. That's so great. And then fucking text the group message, like not 30 minutes later. And she's like, hey, guys, so Carlos and I are officially dating. Just wanted to announce that now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so good. Everyone's like, nobody fucking cares. Like <laughs> that you're like James <laughs> boy. Oh my god, that's awesome. That rules. it was so funny. It's like my favorite memory. <laughs> Just her getting absolutely steamrolled in the group chat. It was so funny. <laughs> that's that's great. You gotta love group chats. They're great. <laughs> gotta. Gotta. Speaking of group chats, the Rockets. What? Next song. Are you going to group chat with the Rockets deciding on uh, what album to review next? <laughs> Rose Darling is, is what we have up next. Um, mm-hmm. I like the, I like, uh, I mean, Michael McDonald's, again, kind of prevalent in the chorus. There's one, like, um, lyric. I don't know if it, it's, like, not a clam, but, like, it sounds, like, really out of place when he sings the, uh, the lyric, I would guess she's in Detroit with lots of money in the bank. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? He's like, with yeah. lots of money. Like, I think that's <laughs> a really good impression. Um, well, I could literally hear him, like, just grinning his way through that. Yeah. Like, that's what I was hearing. I was hearing, like, a goofy, grinning man singing and, like, just having fun with this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I, I mean, I like the song. I think it's a good, like, it's pretty, I guess, more, a little bit more straightforward kind of rock mm-hmm. jam. There isn't as much to it, but it does. I mean, I think the chorus is pretty, like, I like the kind of build um, yeah. that they kind of create, but. Um, yeah, you know, maybe not too much. Like you were kind of saying, that breaks from the mold. I like the uh, I like the guitar in it. It does like some like little things, you know, like before the guitar solo, it does this like, booty booty booty, and I like that. It's cool. And then it jumps into the guitar solo. It's sick. Yeah. Are you allowed to reference a guitar solo because of copyright? Could you even do that? I'm gonna have to put that this in your ass. You're gonna say yeah. I do not own the rights <laughs> to the guitar solo. <laughs> that was voiced. <laughs> At 34 minutes and 24 seconds. <laughs> That's basically saying just skip to that if you want to hear a sweet imitation of a guitar solo. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, yeah, I guess I, I didn't really have too much on, on Rose Darling. That was pretty straightforward. I, I kind of like, I don't know, I think Black Friday and Bad Sneakers are like, and I, and I guess you could throw like Rose Darling are, are pretty like, I don't know, maybe they're not like all, um, you know, super interesting, but they like are, are some good rock songs. So nothing mm-hmm. too much that you can dislike there. Yeah, definitely just consistent, like, like this, the side A, I think, was, like, consistently higher energy than their side B. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Side B is, like, I'm a sure real, like, to... come down. You're just, yeah, like, exactly. coming down from it. All the, the high energy. Yeah. Well, the second set, well, well, we're going through track by track, but it starts with the, everyone's gone to the movies, which is just, like, a super weird song. <laughs> Uh, let's well, let's, well, stay, uh, let's spend a lot of time on this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you want to? We, we can. Well, let's let's go in order. So we have. Uh, that was my fault. Daddy said, and Daddy don't live in that New York. Oh, I city totally anymore. just disregarded it because I really wanted to talk about everyone's gone to the movies. <laughs> was, yeah, you just got two songs. Yeah, <laughs> that's what everyone's been waiting for. Um, but yeah, no, we'll go in order. This is that's what we've been doing. Um, I mean, I kind of like this is like a little, maybe a little bit different for them. It's just kind of like mm-hmm. a funky like. Yeah, um, it's kind of a fun song. Like, I, I think they have like a, I don't know, someone remarkable is playing guitar on this song. I forget who it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, like lyrically, they're again kind of not like too much to it. I think in terms of, um, uh, you know, what it sounds like and stuff. But, um, but yeah, pretty pretty much another another rock song. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I like it. it's like it's like pretty funky. It, it sounds yeah. like it kind of reminds me of like a couple of like they're like i think it's a song on gaucho that it like kind of reminds me of i can't remember hmm. which one it is but it kind of sounds like they're getting closer to that like you know i th- I feel like this one sticks out a little more from the rest of the songs in the album it's a little bit more like on the like precisely on the beat and like i mean they have mm-hmm. like the an interesting like um yeah like that guitar that kind of plays it's like boop, 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 boop. um <laughs> I don't own the rights to that guitar. I don't. I don't own the rights to that little guitar sound I just made. (laughs) Um, and I like kind of the like. I don't know if they sound old, but like some of the uh, uh, like lyrical effects they put on, like when the El Dorado no more, like it kind of like it's not like fading, but um, there's some some kind of effect put on the vocals that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's it seems like it would be dated, but it I for whatever reason I just really like it. So anyway. I was trying to remember the name of that of that effect. Like, I feel like there's like guitar effects called like flanges. Oh yeah, and that was the only one that I could think that was close to that. But I, I'm probably wrong. But I did the like only... I wrote that down uh, that I liked that effect. Yeah, you have like the pedals for. Is that how you know more most of the more of the sounds? I guess um, from because you have like effects for your bass, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't have as many as like a regular guitar player would, but yeah, yeah for the bass, I've got a fuzz, I've got the wah pedal, I've got some of the octave ones and ones that add like different types of chords based on the root note you're playing that are that mm. are interesting. Um, but then I remember that there are guitar amps that say things like like flange and chorus, and you can tweak those to your liking. I just forget which does which. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I've always like wanted to know more about those. Um, just because you always see the at concerts and stuff, you can see him playing around with it, and it seems like it'd be fun. It's fun, but it's also frustrating. Like I'm having trouble with mine. I'm just <laughs> kind of an idiot. I'm like I'm not good at electronics <laughs> and stuff, and like figuring out like routing of things. Like oh. I'm just I'm making mistakes all the time, and it's so like, it's like a technical kind of issue or like a technical nightmare. 
it is like it's an equipment setup it's a whole thing yeah. and if you don't do it right like the thing i'm running into now is i'm getting a ton of feedback in my amp because mm. we play in a small space and it just gets overwhelmed and it's i don't know i'm just i'm just learning yeah that's fair i guess i didn't realize like i kind of just figured you just hooked it up and it and it ran like a like a forge but um on a small scale, like with a little amp and you're not playing very loud, yes. Yeah. But when you get to higher volumes, there yeah. starts to there start to be problems. Introduce some variables and it gets all mm-hmm. all funky. Yeah. Like when we played um at the Middle East, I don't think we were I don't think I told this to anybody because it's not like that big of a deal. But we were freaking out when we were setting our equipment up because somehow on Jimmy's pedal board he was picking up like ninety eight five the sports hub, like on FM radio <laughs> and coming through the speakers. And he's like, what the fuck is, like, what is going on? And he's panicking. But somehow, because of the way he set everything up, like, it became a radio. <laughs> it literally became That's a radio. So funny. It started playing 98.5. And, like, Crazy Train played for a little while. <laughs> you guys just come out to, like, funny. sports talk radio, talking about, like, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> we were this freaking the show. out. We, we yeah. could not. And the guy behind, like, the sound booth, or the mixer, was like I don't know how to fix this. <laughs> oh my nice. god! Yeah, no so help, man. <laughs> yeah, we're like asshole, dude. Like you're supposed to be able to help. This is your job. <laughs> Do your job. Come on. He's like never seen this happen before, and I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Like I don't know. It doesn't happen like super often, but every once in a while, you'll see like artists have like a lot of trouble with like sound booth people, and like I'm trying to remember. I feel like there was one that we were all at. I went to um. Warren Hill, because I wanted to see Nas. I went by myself to uh, Blue Hills Bank Pavilion, and she like the whole show was like bitching at the sound person, and I was like, "This is just annoying." Like, what was she saying? She was like, um, just visibly like frustrated, and was kind of like shaking her head, and like always kind of like giving like a thumbs up as it as in like turn my mic up, basically. Oh wow! Um, but she sounded fine, so like I kind of feel like she's kind of you know known for being a, a bit dramatic, so. Um, so I think it might have yeah, been more hard of to a, work with, a personality right? issue. Yeah, from what I've heard, I, I haven't heard good things about. I mean, she was su- she's like super notorious for being um, late to shows. She was late to that show, and um, she was good. But it's like it's hard to like you know when you're at a show and you've like you're waiting for a super long time, you kind of just get like frustrated, and it kind of ruins the mood a little bit. So um, so it was it was she was like she was a good performer. It was just like. All you can like, you kind of like it's distracting. So, right, um, that's long tough. Story short, but yeah, that can ruin your experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Uh, Doctor Wu is up next. Um, this is the last one of the of side one. Um, has the reference to the uh, Katie Light? I guess um, you can see it in your in her eyes. Uh, in the song, I imagine this is about. I guess I was trying to figure out exactly what um, you know the two characters. Like, obviously, you have Katie and Doctor Wu. Um, I guess Doctor Wu is like a real person um, who they yeah. worked with to overcome their like drug addiction uh, in the mid seventies. Um, so I imagine that like Katie is supposed to be like heroin or just general drugs mm-hmm. or something. But yeah, um, drugs are definitely involved. It's a cool song about heroin. Yeah. I mean, this one is, I think, a little bit more interesting, too. Like, it has a little bit more of, like, parts that slow down. It has, like, a really good uh, sax solo as as, uh, Phil Woods. Um, So I kind of, this is definitely a little bit more, um, I like the song, and I think it's a little bit more 
has a little more depth to it maybe than some of the yeah. other ones. So yeah, it's good. I like the piano. The piano is mm. nice. It's a nice one. Yeah, it was nice. This was a, this was a, just an interesting one, like one that you wanted to just you know really really pay attention to. Like it kind of demanded your attention, which I liked. But consequently, I didn't write any notes down. Like I said, mm. <laughs> at a certain point, I just stopped writing. And I was like, oh, just listening. Yeah. Yeah. I like. Which is I nice. mean, some of the stop like... writing sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I mean, as I've done a couple of these, I'm like, I think I'm writing maybe less now because I'm just like, I don't know. It's just the conversation is better carried by just picking up on, uh, you know, things that we both realize or or things where we disagree on. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I I like a lot of like the actual like the way the lyrics sound. Like I think we had mentioned that on Bad Sneakers maybe, but a lot of the like lyrics rhyme and it, they just sound very good. And I just uh it's just very pleasing to to kind of listen to so it's kind of well constructed it is like it resolves very nicely yeah i know what you mean i don't have i feel like though i don't have like a ton to say about this one other than i just i liked it, Thought it yeah was i guess on this one um i think this, this is the phil woods yeah phil woods axel i guess they um, this is actually one of the reasons they realized that the recording was screwed up because they literally like were trying to just play out um, to fade him out at the end of the song, his sax solo, and they like physically couldn't for some reason. So they were like, "What the hell is going on?" And that was one of the first like tip offs to the issue of the the DBX uh, sound recording thing. So I thought that was interesting, but um, but yeah, otherwise somewhat straightforward, but good lyrics and. Um, Good song. Good song. Onto the weird one. The weird one. I'm always <laughs> waiting for. We don't own the rights to this particular song, but uh, everyone's gone to the movies. Um, which kind of already sounds a little bit creepy, but has like a lot of um, just weird lyrics, obviously, and just sounds weird too, like with the. Um, it's like a xylophone, right? Or some sort of uh, instrument like that. So just a generally like super weird song. I don't know. You guys seem particularly excited about it. So I don't know if you guys had anything specific you wanted to say. It's just funny. Um, <laughs> like before I even heard any of the lyrics, like whatever that weird sax flaring that's happening yep. uh, yeah. every so often, it's almost like someone like was driv- dri- like driven by in a car as they were doing that. It was like, and they went, went away. <laughs> I was like laughing at that. I was like, it was just silly. Um, yeah, I like that. Suddenly... Like, that and like the like where he keeps saying like, "Come on!" Like he just sounds so creepy. Like he nails it. Yeah, but it's like it's just so like unsettling. Soon you'll be eighteen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like that yeah. Soon you'll shit. be eighteen. <laughs> or the whole thing about like we're running out of time, and it's like oh, because they're getting older and like. He's a pedophile. Yeah, she's going to be 19 whatever. at some point soon. Yeah. Then you can say, hey, 19. <laughs> hey, 19. <laughs> but there's the part about, oh, there's the part about bobbing for apples, which is, like, gross, too. Like, it's so good. The song is just so happy-sounding. It's got this, like, you know, like, kind of, like, island calypso music feel. And it's about, like, some sleazy dude showing, showing pornos to kids. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had like a messed up um well i was trying to figure out like without googling it or like looking it up 
I was trying to figure out, I was like, I know you're used to 16 or more. Sorry, we only have eight. I was like, is he talking yeah. about his dick? Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and so I had to, <laughs> I had to like, look up <laughs> um, that it was kind of referring to, like, the millimeter stock that um, that adult movies were printed on eight compared to, like, 16 for, like, I guess, legitimate films. Um, so he was not talking about his dick, but um, <laughs> it, he might as well have been, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's an interesting detail. Yeah, I was I trying to figure the... out like, what that meant. I couldn't. Yeah. I love how it's like everyone's gone to the movies. Now we're like here alone. It's like everyone's gone. Now we're here alone. I don't know. It's a cool juxtaposition. Yeah. Um, I, there was like a day actually where I kind of when I was going through my phase of this album where I, I was like really into this album. Um, I actually like the song half a day or like a car ride i was like this is, this is great and then and then i kind of came to my senses a little i mean not that it's like a, a terrible song but it's just so over the top like um uncomfortable that it's a little bit hard to enjoy after you kind of get really into the lyrics so um yeah it's, it's better you that's what for. To it. yeah that little that drum outro though again with the drum outros that i wish they had mm. more of in the body yep. of the song they do that cool thing with like those i don't know what kind of drums that would they would be but i liked whatever they were doing there the drumming on in general is really good on this album and it's apparently the guy uh it's jeff Procaro, and he was like he was 20 years old when he was playing these songs so it's kind Jesus. of he was kind of a prodigy and i guess he did like a um ended up being like a fan or a, a well-known uh session musician so um do you know yeah, what else I, you ever like played on um i don't know i have to look it up quick but um yeah, actually, that was one of the things I noticed even about the album in general. It's just like the drum chops, I guess, required for like kind of the hard rock um, sound is a little bit more. Uh, it's a little more complex, but um, let's see. I'm looking at it now. There's quite a lot. Yeah, he's he's been in a um, lot of bands. He was with Toto. I think Toto oh, yeah. was actually Michael made Jackson. out of exclusively session musicians. Like those guys mm-hmm. got together because they did a lot of work with others and with other people. Yeah, I forget. They were on uh, the album. I think they were on Pretzel Logic or the one before that. The two guys, um, they played on, on the Steely Dan record and then went and made uh, uh, Toto. I don't know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he seems to have well, like, a good record. Dun, 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 dun. He played on Voodoo? Said more like Doodoo. Oh, doesn't rhyme now. He played on like the D'Angelo album Voodoo. Album. <laughs> That'd be funny. Holy shit, that guy! <laughs> oh wow, I didn't realize he he uh, passed away when he was thirty eight and in ninety two. R.I.P. He passed away. Yeah. Good. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think we're looking at different. <laughs> I think we're looking at different Joe Porcaros. Because this guy just died <laughs> on July sixth, twenty twenty. He was ninety years old. Oh, Dude, he God. died. He died of COVID. But it's weird, like, you, you seem to have, like, every other detail is the same as mine, like, it has all these... How do you spell um, his name? I, P-O-R-C-A-R-O. Yeah, yeah. He he was born <laughs> April 29th, 1930, and died July 6th, 2020. Oh, God. I have I'm going to control F. Steely Dan on this Wikipedia page and see if I can, like, if we can narrow this down somewhat. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm on just regular Wikipedia, so... Um... I'll try another source. I'm on steelydan.com and it says that Dan is right. Am I right? 
Yep. Rockandrollgarage.com says I'm right. <laughs> Wikipedia, though, when I control F, Steely Dan, zero results. Ooh. Something's up. This is a hoax. He did so many like better things that they didn't even bother to mention Steely Dan. No, he definitely didn't. There are things that are on here that are a little ridiculous. He went to the moon. <laughs> he like cured cancer. <laughs> they like they weren't even going to mention the Steely Dan stuff. It wasn't even worth it. Do you think we could get Donald Fagan on the show? We could ask him. <laughs> what would you? I ask bet him? he would agree to this. What, what what would you ask him? If I had, if I could ask him one question, I'd probably ask him. Um, probably ask him if he likes basketball. <laughs> Are you just gonna like try and ask as many famous musicians mundane questions as possible? <laughs> and then you make them angry. <laughs> well, he asked Aesop Rock if he knew what a Euro sandwich was. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, I asked Buster Rhymes. I, I asked if this was his number when I called him. <laughs> Wait, what? You I was called so, Buster Rhymes? Yeah, it's a long story. Actually, it's not. Sorry. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. Um, what's that? I'm going to take a sip of my beer. Okay. So when I was in Greece, one of my friends claims that she had Buster Rhymes' number. Because when she was walking around in New York, someone from his like entourage approached her and was like, "Hey, like Buster Rhymes wants to talk to you." And then apparently it was Buster Rhymes, and and he was like <laughs> hitting on her, and he gave her his number. And then I asked her for it when we were drunk, and she was like, "Okay, but never call him." And so for like <laughs> two or three years, I didn't call him. And then one night, I was fucking hammered. And I was with like a bunch of my friends, and I just announced to them that I was going to call Busted Rhymes. <laughs> so I fucking hit him up, and he was just very confused. I, I didn't get a, a yes or like... no out of him. It's not really <laughs> but like I still party. have his number. <laughs> it's not a party trick, but like that's such a good like you could just get anyone excited to like be like, yeah, we're going to call Busted Rhymes right now for sure. Party flex. Yeah, especially yeah, I didn't know like anybody at the party. party. Yeah, exactly. I didn't like know anybody there, and I was like shit faced. And so I was like, "All right, I gotta get attention somehow." So yeah, you gotta call Buster. Right, you can't like. And everyone was just like, "It's like shut up." No, you're not. You're not calling him. And they like That's didn't such pay a attention. secret weapon. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like so, yeah, in the bathroom, and you're like, "Yo, it's him! It's him! <laughs> it's him! Yo, I'm talking to him." But yeah, I would ask Donald Fagan if he likes basketball. Good question. I think he. I think he would say no, but who knows. He doesn't seem like a. He would like basketball very much. I don't know. I feel like I feel like a lot of like you know New York Jews like love basketball. So you're just gonna. I'm gonna stereotype him. <laughs> you look at Bernie Sanders loves basketball. So I'm an asshole, and it's you said Jeff Porcaro. I'm talking about Joe Porcaro, and oh. it turns out there were two guys whose last names were Porcaro in Toto. Oh wow! Wait, really? Oh, yeah, they Wait, were, were they, they brothers or were they related? Jeff and they... Joe. I mean, I don't know. This guy was born fifty-four. He died, yeah, ninety-two, age thirty-eight. But unless, like, this guy was his father or something, like, I just don't understand because Joe Porcaro is a drummer. Oh, it was, yeah. In Toto. His three sons are in the rock band Toto: drummer Jeff, uh, Mike, and Steve. 
I'm such an idiot. I should have just made that. I should have just made that assumption immediately. <laughs> like <laughs> they're not related. Not related. Hey. Name's Porcaro. Played a Toto. <laughs> he died from spraying insecticide. Oh wait! wait. And determined a heart attack due to disease in the heart from cocaine use. From cocaine. They say that he the, died the pesticides from pesticides. Brought it on. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. Maybe it gave him like respiratory problems, and because his, eh. you know, his heart was already weak, it it brought on something. He died from COVID in uh, the eighties or early nineties. That'd be funny COVID to like go around. and edit, edit Wikipedia's for people's deaths. Like Steve Silly Jobs died, died of, COVID. of COVID or something. That's why Bob Marley. Bob Marley wouldn't get his big toe uh, cut off, which was infected with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> he was patient zero. If he had just done that, it would have been over. Um, All right, do you want to move on song? to uh, your gold teeth? The sequel. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. this is a great song. Your gold teeth two. Your gold teeth ones on uh, Countdown to Ecstasy, but I yep. don't think they're related other than uh, similar lines in the chorus, so I don't think they have any other connections, maybe, besides thematically. But um, yeah, I like the little instrumental riff in the beginning. Um, I really like the lyrics. It's kind of like poetic in a lot of ways. Um, and it kind of like is like more experimental, like we kind of talked about at the beginning. Yeah, it's less experimental than your Gold Teeth one. Like I actually went back and listened mm-hmm. to the song to remind myself. Like that first one's a lot more jammy, and I actually think it's a little bit more fun than this one. Mm. But it is definitely experimental with like that. I mentioned it earlier, but like the way they kind of abruptly go from that synth intro into the main body of the song. Yep. And the and the kind of f- cool shit they did with time signatures, I really liked. Yeah. This is the I've been trying not to uh, pull this card for the first four albums, but this does kind of remind me a little bit of some fish songs or like fish when they play live, um, with just like the like kind of noodling and stuff. Like it, it kind of like they're kind of just you know it almost sounds like a jam, like not like the like pinnacle of a jam, but kind of like um, certain sections that are could have been like improvised or something like that. So um, I don't know. Parts of it remind me like that, and also the. Um, the chorus with just like the um kind of the harmonies of like the the life is unreal it's kind of like a little bit of a cryptic kind of um uh lyric so um reminded me of them a little bit mm-hmm. yeah i agree like i wonder how many takes that uh that guitar solo took yeah until they got it where they wanted it and i'm sure like actually i don't know the answer to this question but like how much improv is done in the studio sessions like is that is that written out or were they just making those solos up on the fly? I don't know. I, I think, um, unfortunately there's only like, uh, there's one really good, uh, documentary that I've seen. And like every, I think fan has seen is like the one about, uh, Asia. Um, they did like a making of video for that. And they they actually kind of go track by track and talk about them. So they talked about like the cool part they do in that one is they play, like they had, um, you know, like 10 or 12 people come in for like the peg solo and they all like just couldn't get it done. And then like they, so they have all those like on the tracks so they're kind of like, you know, putting the knob up and down. They're like, Oh, like this one sounds kind of interesting. And like, you know, you can listen to that one. And then they play the one that like it ends up this being. Sucks. And it's like, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's kind of cool. I don't, but they haven't, I haven't seen anything like that on like the other albums. So um, it's kind of hard to know, but, um, but yeah, I, I would obviously be curious to know that too. It just feels like it has to be improvised. Like I can't imagine someone writing that piece out and saying like, this is where you're going to play. Yeah. I wonder, yeah, I wonder like, or if they gave them like, I don't know, I, I kind of like related to like TV shows where they're like, all right, like here, get to like point, get from point A to point B and like, we don't really care how you do it. So like maybe they gave them some freedom, but the only reason I would be like, not skeptical, but like, they're just obviously so um, methodical and like um, strict about like what it sounds like. I would be like, I'm sure they gave them like some, you know, uh, you know, bounds to be in, but um but I'm curious, like, yeah, like, like how much of it is like, you know, how much uh, leash did they give to the musicians that they worked with? It seems like they may may have been just happy to like kind of keep playing and playing until like they found like um, if once they had the luxury of time to like not have to worry about the record deal and stuff, like to just <laughs> keep trying until they find exactly just what keep they want. Going, yeah, like, yeah, it's kind of be crazy. here all night. It's possible. Yeah. Lochi, any thoughts? Yeah, I like this. I like this yeah. one. Yeah, what Dan said. Those were my thoughts. <laughs> uh, no, I like, the, I like the piano in it. The beginning of the song actually sounds like, I don't know if you guys have heard of the band China Crisis, but the beginning of hmm. this song sounds exactly like the beginning of a China Crisis song. And sounds like I've heard it's of funny them. because Walter Becker ended up like producing like a couple of their albums. So, oh. Well, interesting. When did those come out? Connection. Those came out in the mostly the eighties, I think like early eighties. So many years from okay. So after this, yeah, this had been made, and then okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, but um, I don't know the the whole like your gold teeth too. It reminds me of Ween because Ween has this like has like a five part song that is like across five different albums over the course of like twenty years. It's called the Stallion. It's like the stallion part one, the stallion part two, and so on. And it kind of reminded me of that. I like it when bands have like a sequel to a song. It's cool. Yeah. That is kind of cool. I'm trying to think of other examples now, but I'm trying to I'm trying to as well. I'm only thinking about like like different like motifs that are brought back in. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. you know, that, that happens where they don't necessarily need it to be a direct sequel to the song, but they'll just bring it back because it's on the same album. <laughs> yeah. Thinking of uh Tom Sawyer part two. <laughs> Tom Sawyer Part Two, oft overlooked, but better than Tom Sawyer Part One. Yeah, great. They did uh what's it called? Uh, Parquet Courts did the Freebird Part Two. Do you guys hear that song? No, I think I might have. It's actually a good song. Yeah, it just has like a reference to like the way their keyboard sound, basically. So I think they just figured they would call it that. They're cool. I like them. Yeah, there's a Shook Ones Part Two. I don't think there's a Part One though. By There's uh, Gary Glitter, <laughs> the notorious pedophile. Song two. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Yeah, is there is the part one good? Have you guys um, heard I don't part one? Heard it. Oh, it's it's not song two. Song two is blur. Yeah, it's rock and roll yeah, part <laughs> two. Blur is all yeah. You just uh that you just called them pedophiles. It's not nice. I just called Damon Albarn a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna sue me. Apparently there is wait, did I just find something weird on Oh, there's a there's a sequel to The Devil Went Down to Georgia called 
the devil comes back to Georgia. <laughs> was it by Charlie Daniels? Did he make it, or did somebody else make I, it? Um, it looks like it was someone else, but it has Johnny Cash on it. <laughs> oh my god! It's Mark O'Connor. It's a he's a fiddle player, which makes sense, I guess. That's that's like so. such a like a dick swinging th- type thing as a fiddle player. If you're gonna name your song like "Devil Came Back to Georgia," to almost be like yeah. "fuck you" to that other guy. Yeah, I wonder if that um, if the fiddle playing community was upset about that. It was probably a pretty or, or big uproar that nobody noticed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Huge strike happened. <laughs> Just a bunch of fiddles on the ground. <laughs> Nobody's picking the fiddles up today, guys. Don't even fucking think about it. <laughs> Don't you cross that picket line. Pick your fiddle. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, all right. We have uh, Chain Lightning, which I, I hear on the radio. Uh, you do? Right now. Yeah, uh, uh, ninety-two-five. I have on every once in a while, and oh, ninety-two-five the river. Shout yeah. out to ninety-two-five the river. Shout out to them. Very good friends Very of the good. podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I hear this one. I, I like the song. It's um, it's a little more like bluesy. Like I feel like this could have almost been on Pretzel Logic, or like this is probably mm-hmm. the most likely candidate, right, to like be on on that one. Um. That's a but good yeah. observation. Yeah. yeah. It's a good shout. I, I think so, yeah. Um yeah, I mean I didn't actually I was kind of losing steam as I was writing notes, so I didn't have um too many other ones on, on Chain Lightning, but um yeah, pretty pretty good song. Bluesy yeah, little I, I actually my my notes got a little sparse too. Like yeah. I wrote like back to blues. Yeah and then like uh, so, some about the novelty wearing off a little bit. Mm. I was like, all right, this is kind of safe. It's fine. Um, I wonder. I, I wonder why like the song. Sorry, yeah. say that again, Dan. I Whoa. just interrupted you. Uh, <laughs> I, no, I, I only said just I felt like the l- earlier bluesy songs just kept my interest a little bit more. Mm. Mm. Um, but maybe it was because of like fatigue, just listening, sitting and listening to it for however yeah. long. Yeah. What were you gonna say though? I wonder. Sorry. I wonder if the the radio station was playing the song because it's about how like. Well, like the idea behind the song is like, like kind of like mob mentality and how this guy, like the chain lightning is like following the crowd or whatever. And then at the very end, they're like walking through the same square and they're like, oh, like don't show that you were like part of this mob because they were the bad guys. Actually, we just got to move on. I wonder if they're doing that because of like Trump and stuff. Oh, maybe. I can't remember when I heard it, but that or you might be giving, uh, the local radio DJs more credit. <laughs> mm. Um, there was there was that uh, for some reason just remind me of that like that Rolling Stone album or single I guess uh, like Living in a Ghost Town came out in like the end of February or something, and so like every like they kept playing it on the radio because they're like, oh my god, like now we're in a ghost town because like everything was like locked down, so it was just like uh. a, it was a layout for local radios, but you need mm-hmm. you need that every once in a while. Kind of, kind of coincidental, I guess. That was a 2020 song, Rolling Stones. Yeah, they had just come out. With, I don't know if it was a whole new album or. Um, just oh, like wow. wait, they're still releasing but... music. Yeah, let me find this. I would have stopped so long ago. Yeah, I thought they all like, like died. They're like billionaires, aren't they? Oh, it's 2019, I guess. 
Oh. So Did that's you? Not, that's not oh no 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 release. I don't know. <laughs> you're so, you're so, having some difficulties searching things. I don't know like what you're searching. You're the stuff one that on. found the fake <laughs> fake deaths page that you were pulling stats from. So who's I think, like, super excited? Your new Rolling Stones song. Like, is there anybody in the in the world that's like pumped as shit when they hear like, oh, the Rolling Stones came out with a new song? I've been listening to the Rolling Stones is so long. Not even like their old stuff. I like. I'm just like. I feel like there was like a one month where I was like, okay, I'll listen to the Rolling Stones. Like, this is so cool. And then I just stopped. I need to like dive in, but I'm in the same boat. I've never like, never gone and kind of made the effort to go like album by album. I'm like not really the biggest fan. I only listen to the stuff like <clears throat> that, that the top 500 had me listen to. And I really just mm-hmm. like, uh, mm. certain things are good, but I don't know. Doesn't it just, just happens not really to, really, uh, to appeal to me. Yeah. Well, they get lumped in with like the Beatles a lot, like not not like in this way. Like I think obviously they get more. Uh, the Beatles are you know probably regarded properly, but like sometimes I think people who like grew up at that time they're just like, oh yeah, and like you also had like the Rolling Stones who are like just as good, which is like I don't agree with. You know what I mean? Like, but they kind of like can tend to like lump in together just because they are like, yeah, they're they're like unfavorably or unfairly judged. <clears throat> like in their favor yeah it's really so. weird yeah um not a fan yeah you don't have to go through um their albums <laughs> who rolling stones I, hope, I really hope not yeah no i think we, we should, should do we should do now. a similar thing to like the uh the whatever scott ackerman podcast where like one of us has to like absolutely despise oh, yeah the analyzed fish uh <laughs> analyzed fish yeah that would be yeah, fun. Scott doesn't like them. Have to find like the right, uh, the right band. Analyze, and like either, uh, it could Miller be like band. two on one too. Like if two don't like it and one do, and one yeah. does, or actually if one doesn't like it and two do, yeah, probably better. Or you could do like analyze Ween. That would be the first one that comes to mind. I don't know if I dislike them. I just haven't really. That'd be fun. Oh, I'd love to walk you guys through Ween. I, I fucking have a blast. That's a that's that. a good idea. I think we should do. I that. I think we should do that for the next one. Or, like, or maybe I, like, I, I thought we wanted to do King me. Gizzard too. We yeah, can. I mean, to we, um, I'm fine to put ahead. that off and do something a little bit weirder. The other thing I was gonna say is, I I vote we make it. Um, let's definitely do the next three Steely Dan's. Because um, no, I think are... we should stop right now. Let's just stop. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really you funny mean, if we just didn't acknowledge like that we didn't we finish have... the rest of the Steely Dan's. <laughs> <laughs> and stop mid album. We we yeah. stop mid <laughs> Honestly, it's something that we would do. That's why I'm like so adamant that we yeah. don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to finish it. Yeah, uh, I think King Gizzard has a album coming out in like the end of February, so um, we should target that and be like, I don't know if we want to do the new one first, but um, but we we should uh, have that on our radar and maybe and maybe do something with them uh, for yeah. a couple weeks. That would um, that'd be great. Yeah, I would. I like yeah. the format of the Ween one. Like it's it's a little bit more unusual and like almost like a challenge. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. I'm down to do that. Where Lori's going to walk us through it and kind of we can break these up and get back. We can do whatever we want. So um, yeah. yeah, I'm going to hold your hand. That could be like a me. recurring series. Like all this. Like we'll do one, and then we'll do another artist, and then we'll do a second yeah. one. Yeah, I kind of we or should maybe mix it up like a bit. maybe one with like you know you nominate an album. And then like some like like an album that like you've heard that neither of us have heard. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I, think, got, I, I think that's the good. same yeah. artist. It could be like just an, an album that you were like, here, take a listen to this and, and we can talk about it. I know yeah. about it. I've listened to it, but you guys don't. Let's, yeah. I like that. Or idea. whatever it is. That'd be kind of yeah. cool to trade that off. Get a little bit like a, of a different, uh, yeah, just have something that we haven't heard before. Right. Maybe a little bit obscure even. Oh, I, I definitely have to do some digging on uh, not owning the rights to these songs if we plan on uh, playing them. But I think I think we can I think we can play some music if we want uh, listeners to hear a little clip too. But um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you need to make sure. <laughs> yeah, need to make sure about that. But yeah, that'd be I think cool. if I just if I just put if I it's kind of like writing on a chalkboard. Like if you're like I do not own the rights to these songs. I do not own the rights to these songs. I do not own the rights to these songs. I think. <laughs> The more I say it, the less I get in trouble. So we'll go with that. <laughs> um, that should be used if you want to like commit a crime, like rob a bank or something. You keep saying <laughs> something like, I do not own the rights to this bank. And then they're like, yeah, no, it's like he didn't do anything wrong. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny that like, that's even like a, like that's something that like, I'm sure like our parents had to do, right? Like it's kind of a joke. Like, I don't think like anyone thinks that's like a good way of like trying to like, you know, create behaviors like and that's what some people used to do is just write on a you know repeat over and over again the you know what you didn't want them to do but crazy times we should run a we should do a parenting advice podcast as well <laughs> yeah i agree <laughs> i have a lot of advice for parents my wide breadth of knowledge <laughs> i agree um did we want to jump into uh yeah any more let's, world uh, any let's, world? let's wrap wrap this puppy up i like actually like this like it's weird that um, cool. this is like a little bit more like upbeat again i guess um or, or like it, it's a little bit of an uprising yeah. um kind of song and i really like uh michael mcdonald in the chorus again um, and yet it's about such a like, like a depressing subject matter yeah i know it is sad like what's the there's one that like i just listened to i think it's because it comes at the end and it's just like oh wow like that's yeah it is uh, mm-hmm. in their kind of tradition, like it's not, um, you know, thematically like super um, yeah. exciting, but they make it sound like it is. Yeah, there. It's the whole album just sounds like very disillusioned with everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're like absolutely kind of. Bu- they're like very bummed out. Maybe they're bummed out because the the production got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they knew it was yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, there's a premonition. They're just swearing. They're just like, God, fucking EBX. Say that. Maybe they, they miss Skunk <laughs> Baxter. They miss him. Save ass. Save ass. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick up on that the first time you oh, said it. Oh, man. I, I, I figured I'd say it one more time and see if it. Save ass. <laughs> Save ass. You know, I'm so mad. I was watching How I Met Your Mother, and there was like a bit from the show that was exactly like that. Like someone was trying to delete a. F- like someone's mom was trying to delete something from Facebook or whatever, and the son was going like, "Like go to options, like go to edit, edit, f- delete post, save as." Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Good times. I forgot about save as. I haven't thought about save as in like years. Yeah, I haven't I either. But I remember exactly where I was when he was yelling yeah. it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> was it that one or the facts that was like? It was like the second day. So I guess for our, if people are still listening to our podcast, um, we had a, a roommate that would get into arguments uh, kind of classically with his mom, but he would kind of progressively just get more upset um, 
And so like you could just tell what he was talking about. And so one time he in one in one scenario he yelled, uh just started yelling, save ass, save ass. <laughs> and you're just like, Oh god, like it, the wheels are just falling off for this kid. <laughs> I think that was the same time where he says, like, I don't know how to fax. Like I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. how to fax. Yeah, uh, was like, so glimpses in the same conversation, conversation, I think. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um it's quite an introduction to that scenario, but um yeah, yeah, this is a good one. Um then we have at the end of it is throw back the little ones. I think I I think I dislike the song. <laughs> I think this might be the only song yeah. I I mean It's a little goofy. It grows like on me sometimes, but I think his voice Kind of similar to like what I my little critique on uh, where he says like with lots of money and Rose Darling like I think the lyrics the way he sings is just a little much for me so maybe it's just like that goofiness I guess but um, I don't know so every once in a while I'm like oh this is, I, I like the lyric like the actual lyrics themselves but um, sometimes I lose it a little bit I'm not really I I'm like this song yeah. this is one of, I I thought this is like one of my favorites on the album oh wow. So fuck you. Fight, fight. fight. <laughs> I thought the there was like a cool horn section part. Um I, I like the, the chorus. Well. I like that. Throw back the little ones. I love that. Alright. And it's just Wait, like kind of weird. Exactly I think exactly it... what you don't like about it too. Like, is that the thing that <laughs> is that the the point of contention that you both disagree on? I yeah, I mean I don't really like I think the chorus is a little repetitive. Um I guess I mean I guess you could say that about any chorus but um yeah i just i think it's like the like kind of the like vocal quality of it like um, yeah i, I know what you're like, saying i can i can only remember he's doing, like, his voice it's like, Fagan's I don't remember doing like very voice. weird stuff like he's yeah. doing making his voice sound even weirder <laughs> but i like it yeah i think he's taking it like a step further than maybe he like normally would which which is like good to do i guess but it just like didn't um do it for me in this occasion i guess mm-hmm. This is probably better dialogue when we like disagree on a song because it doesn't really happen. We're just like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> um, but it's it's more interesting when when we don't. <laughs> yeah, that'll be cool to have things that we already come into with like actual opinions about. Yeah. Versus this, where we're yeah, we do seem to agree on yeah. a lot. Like uh, yeah. two princes by the Spin Doctors. So did you get my text? I found the guy's Reddit handle, so you can you can personally you ask him. Um, so on my work computer, I was just on Reddit and I don't sign in on mm-hmm. my work computer. And like, I found like the old school, cool subreddit. He, mm-hmm. he himself posted to, he was like, this is like two months before I wrote two princes by the spin doctors and joined the band and made the band. And it's that actual guy just posted <laughs> a picture of himself on that subreddit. <laughs> I'm going to start, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start posting on that subreddit and pretend to be different celebrities. <laughs> hey, this is me right when I uh, did this famous thing. This is me right when I wrote uh, "fucking Centerfield" by John Fogerty. Wait, so it's what? Like John Fogerty. <laughs> I don't think I know about like what you guys are talking about. So he, what did he post on on Reddit? Just an older picture of himself on the and the the subreddit's called Old School Cool, so it's like you know old oh. fashions and stuff that people had at the time and it, he posted a picture of himself and he like captioned it with like this was right before i wrote the song two princess by the spin doctors because i'm in the spin <laughs> doctors <laughs> something ridiculous 
Oh my god! But yeah, like, circa. He, yeah, I'm on it now. It's hilarious. Do you see it? Yeah. Yeah, like I I I don't have the exact phrasing, but like he goes out of his way to say, "I'm in this pin doctors and this is me." When I wrote this. <laughs> May, yeah, May 1987, Bennington, Vermont, some months before I wrote Two Princes, about a year before we started Spin Doctors. In case you don't know what Two Princes is, I'm in Spin Doctors. <laughs> it's funny. I feel like that's, that's, a, that's a, a shrinking audience, like people who, who know about that song. Yeah, I can't say I really. I know I know the Spin Doctors, but I I can't remember what that sound song sounds like. Well, as long as you don't own the rights to the song, you can <laughs> yeah. play it. Yeah, I'm in the clear. Yeah, you do whatever you want. Right on the chalkboard this time. <laughs> but you know Lori's theory about two princes, right? I don't know if I do. I, really, you I don't? I could have sworn I, I, I told you about that. that. You don't know this. I don't think this is right. well uh, publicized. He'll tell anybody who listen to this. Let's hear it. My, my theory about two <laughs> princes is that it's about two gay guys. They're not. There's no princess. Two gay guys. Oh, it's, I it's, see. To, it's demonstrably false. It's not. Like, it. It's not true. No, no. You have never been able to prove it to me. They're this literally like talking to a girl. They're <laughs> talking to actually. It could be about three men. You don't actually know that. It could be three princes. But well, then I'm correct. One person's at the crossroads. No, because you're saying it's about two, and there isn't a third at all. There, it Here, could I'm be. All look at, I'm, I'm looking at the lyrics. One second. Fucking. It's literally. It's literally just talking to an anonymous person. That there's like me and another man that are vying for your love. It could be three princes, but it's, it's not two. Funny. One, two princes kneel two before you, kneeling on their knees, sucking each other <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> princes, princes who adore you. Uh, the that's the princes talking to each other. <laughs> He's like talking um, into him like a like a mirror. Yeah, oh, one has diamonds in his pockets, aka boner. That's some bread now. This one wants to buy you rockets. Yeah, he he's he wants to buy penis pills, and he's gonna <laughs> have sex with the other prince. That's the lyric. He wants to buy you rockets. Like, what the hell is that yeah. even? He wants to buy you rockets. It's not romantic. Wait, but then, isn't there a third prince or something? No. Where he's like, I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's poor. He... The narrator is poor, and the other guy's a rich guy. Yeah, he exactly. He says this, this prince. This prince has diamonds in his pockets, and then this one said he wants to buy you rockets. That's two different princes. They're both rich. If the other prince can buy him rockets, he's probably fucking rich. I don't know. Oh, so are, no, but it's but it's like it's not marry him or marry the second guy or marry me. It's either marry him or marry me. So there's two people in question. <laughs> well, the the third guy was immediately uh, eliminated from the competition. Apparently, <laughs> he died in a rocket accident. Yeah. All those rockets. <laughs> he shouldn't. Have, he shouldn't have bought those rockets. He's the song idiot. didn't even stop to acknowledge that he died. <laughs> <laughs> I know what a prince and lover ought be. Said if you want to call me baby, just go ahead now. Um, yeah, he's talking to the other prince. They got distracted. Did, did he now get reincarnated as a baby? <laughs> <laughs> That's another plausible, plausible theory, Dan. 
I'd like to anyway, uh, send this guy like an essay about what <laughs> interpretation of the song is. <laughs> I'm going to write an essay about why Two Princes is about two gay guys. That's true. This reminds me of what I posted about um, Fred Archimov on Reddit. And then people were like, I found this other thing. like, And like Fred Archimov like, said something else about this. And I was like, there's there's no such thing as Fred Archimov. He's like, Fred Archimov <laughs> says he goes to Holy Cross. Or oh, something yeah, like I, that. I, like I we found it, it on just, dance both. I just Googled. I, yeah, I went on uh, <laughs> I went on our fan theories and I said <laughs> I said Jeff isn't real. I said Jeff or perhaps Fred Archimov is not a real person and here's my theory. Um, he only appears <laughs> to those who have been well hydrated since Flag Day three years ago and just like made up all this stuff and then people were like, what is all this stuff are you talking about? And then someone's <laughs> like, the top result is for Fred Archimov and then it links to uh, Dan's Reddit account. <laughs> Because apparently, oh my god, else about Fred Archimov. So it's like we we just got like foiled, and I think I like deleted deleted the post or like deleted. The, I don't know what I, I don't did. Think but... I ever heard about that. That's the funniest yeah. thing. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, I made reference to uh, Trouffle Madora because I was reading my Vonnegut book at the time. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. You're who's reading Vonnegut? You were. I I was always I read Vonnegut for I read one Vonnegut page for like all of senior year. Very long that time. That was badass. You leave it laying that. around the the house. That was so cool. <laughs> like, oh, oh who's uh, who's reading this? Oh, <laughs> you know, people would always <laughs> be like really interested too. It's like the perfect author to do it because like everyone's read Slaughterhouse Five and like maybe one other one, um, or knows who Kurt Vonnegut is, and it's just like the perfect. But he's weird enough that it's like, oh, it's like interesting that we both like know about Kurt Vonnegut. So it's it gets people in. It's a great conversation piece. It's 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 funny. Good times. Um, I think we covered it. I think we covered Katie lies. Um, so what do you guys think? We want to do. I think we eventually should. I guess my two ideas are we just we power through and do the at least the next three because the next two three Steely Dan albums are really good. Um, or we could or we could like obviously plan to finish those but we could take a break and do something different next week um no i want to keep doing steely dan because we're getting into the good stuff now yeah I'm i agree i think i think we should we're better off being <laughs> he says as that. uh laurie's spotify feed is and he's listening to asia already so uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny that i think I, it's I going it open, but... do you know what it was it, it's because it's going on my laptop right now because i was listening before oh the show. yeah so it, did that, it did that last show too yeah it's kind of funny um okay yeah let's plan to at least make it through um gaucho then we can make it through everything if we want um and then we'll we'll, uh figure out what we want to do next but that sounds good i think we really should just finish finish it out let's just do it okay yeah we haven't completed one thing together as a as a trio so i feel like we need to we need to power through actually we we did re um redesign or, or uh reconfigure that um that wooden uh, TV stand at our college house. So that was like the only thing that we, that we did together. The only productive thing. Yeah. 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 We I were all dragged like, everybody out of bed to do that. <laughs> Everyone Come was like, over. yeah, that was awesome. Over. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, 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 and got that done by like 10 AM. That was fun. <laughs> that was a good day. Yeah. That was it was good. good we're TV better, better for it. We definitely are. I think that was like the biggest growing experience. Do you remember when we went back and the uh, baseball kids or whoever had taken off the Bernie Sanders stickers and shit? You noticed oh, yeah. that. I don't think I did. Maybe I did, but you reminded me of it. That was so funny. 
that was just funny to like go in and, and like it was like Dan I just remember like because I think I have a video of it and it was like we walked in and like Dan's like that's my grandma's sofa like it's just so funny that like someone else is like living on it now like it's just a, a step further which is just really funny yeah they probably couldn't get it out of the house because we had such a hard probably time getting not. it in yeah remember how hard that was to get in the house yeah we like we thought we were kind of like done for and then like I remember like someone walked away and it was just like either like me and Dan or like someone else and like we just like we just like poked it one more time and it like happened to just like fall through the door and we were like thank god it wasn't even like worth figuring out how like it just it just worked and we're like okay yeah thanks over <laughs> i almost fell down the, the the stairs the other day and i don't think i've fallen <laughs> down the stairs since i fell <laughs> at, at our house and that was i just like remembered how painful it was and i was like i never want to do that again because <laughs> i just like it was so funny because you could you guys like heard me come down and like i'm sure that was worse because like it's just like obviously just the the hardwood like unforgiving <laughs> you know 1890s wood stairs i'm sorry for laughing like, oh my so bad. God. <laughs> dude that it's was like watching tv and just like just hear this like <laughs> like and i'm just like fuck See, like i'm in a lot of pain like that was yeah. the first thing you said <laughs> after you fell yep <laughs> that's so funny yeah i forgot that i said that we all just jumped up and you're just like i'm in a lot of pain <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that did hurt because i didn't want to be like that's... i, I you know, people are just like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. Like, I was just like, no, that actually, like, was <laughs> That was, oh, my God, I'll never forget that. And you broke the, I'm in a lot of pain. Broke the step in half. Yeah, and then we fixed it, and then it, and someone else broke it. it broke it, yeah. <laughs> yep. At a party or something. I know, I was like, god damn it, whatever. <laughs> oh, man, that was funny. That's amazing. Yeah, good times. Um, all right, cool, this is fun. Again, we'll... Uh, reconvene next week we'll keep the streak going um we've got uh what do we got up next we got royal scam which is a uh, nice a good one yeah i'm excited so Hell yeah um yeah this will be a good one 76 um we'll fire it up then great all righty awesome. good times all righty see you later i gotta kick fucking craig out <laughs> craig leave <laughs> <laughs>